very good morning and welcome to Arcadum's podcast number two. So this podcast that we're going to be talking about this week is all about the new Sigma event that we've got coming up. Okay, so I have three guests with me this week. So if we'd like to go around the room and slowly introduce yourself to everybody. Absolutely. Uh, so my name is Christian from Flask Week. I'm Philip, as always, co-founder, extraordinaire, and whatever else you want to call me these days. <laughs> and I am Kimberly Rosen. I work um, for OX Tech and currently oversee all commercials there, but also I'm a strategic advisor to Arcadon. Awesome. So we're really lucky to, to have everybody with us today. Uh, so first off, thanks a million for everybody jumping on. And obviously, Kim, this is your third podcast, so I promise, hand on my heart, that we will go easy. Okay, hundred percent. We'll go easy. I'm not sure. sure about Philip. I'm not sure he'll go easy. But listen, we'll we'll all go easy. So let's just dive straight into the the first set of questions that we have. Right. Okay. So this one is obviously all going to be about Sigma. So obviously Sigma is the mecca for online gaming. Plain and simple. Um, what are you most looking forward to to this year's event? I mean, personally, the fact that Arcadium is you know got a stand at this conference and we're presenting our games. The new games that we have, Arcadium 2.0, is massive for us. Yeah. Um, it's going to be weird being on a stand that's actually your own stand mm-hmm. for once. Mm-hmm. Instead of someone else's stand. About time. Yeah. Or uh, presenting yeah. at someone's stand or running around going to someone's stand. It's like, oh, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. I'll see you at your stand. It's like, no, no, come to my stand. So it's, uh, it's, it's that's quite That's something cool. that we've talked about, right, for the last couple of years. It's something that we always talked about that, you know, you almost feel like you've made it once you've actually got your own stand. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's about time that Arcadum are there front and center and you can sort of showcase who you are. Definitely. Absolutely. And it's nice to have uh, see industry friends as well. And as Philip said, you know, this time they can actually come to our stand. We can uh, show them our hospitality and instead of them showing our, us hospitality. So it's going to be very nice, uh, this event, having the stand. Uh, we located a good location as, uh, as well, P25. Cool. Um, so please come by and uh, Philip will mix you a cocktail. Yeah, I'm going to be just as a bartender. Yeah. No, I, well, so Philip has me to blame for that. But right. basically, I saw the game and I was like, wow, we must bring this to life. It's, and that's the thing. It's like, it's just, it's more than even having a stand. It's having a stand that's truly representative yeah. of the games and the game experience and how special it is. So I really feel very excited that people are going to be like, wow. That's, that's, that's awesome, mentioned. isn't it, though? Because it's it, the wow factor. You know, we've all been to millions of events, right? And obviously pre-COVID, okay? So, you know, you'd go into an event, the, the, the ones and the stands that do really, really well are the stands that you just walk in and go, oh my God, that is just class. You know, irrespective of what event you go to, you're naturally drawn to somebody that looks like they've actually put a bit of effort into their stand and they're not just standing there with a pair of polos on going, oh, look, we all look the same. It's about giving that sort of experience, I think, to people. So that's going to be super cool. Yeah. yeah. And what I'm going to do, Matt, is uh, send you an image of what the stand's going to look like now so you can brag about it in the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Send talk. it over, baby. Let's have it. And I want your outfit as well on there. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. Well, you've seen the character, right? The mysterious part and the character. So. Yeah, it's you. It's yeah, fine. I, I get it. Mate, I it's, totally it's get not, it. It's not me. Why does everyone keep saying it's me? It's not it me. is you. Trust me. No, Trust I got me. Out of, okay. So I'm going to bury this rumor now. So. We always it said is that we you. No, no, but I'm <laughs> going to clarify why. Game over. I'm going clarif- to no, clarify why. So it doesn't like some egotistic mania. Um, we have we always wanted a character that was kind of behind the Arcadium universe, like a mysterious yeah. character, and okay. where the characters for Arcadium go meet at a bar and, and drink it. 
cetera. And I always said to the artist, who can this character be? What can they look like? And they went, it has to be you. And I was like, what do you mean it has to be me? So basically I got outvoted. So that's why it is me. Okay. That's so probably the worst me. way of you explaining that it is you <laughs> yes. I've ever known. You should have just said, yeah, listen, maybe. I'm the man. You know, I'm the geezer. This is it, me, and and I am that person. But that's fine. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll I'm take it as being crazy as is. I don't need to be known for being crazy and ego. <laughs> like, come on, give me some All of the above, Philip. All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> so listen, there's there's a whole ton of people going to be at the event, right? And obviously, there's because this is going to be you know one of the first major ones post COVID. So who are you most sort of looking forward to listening to, meeting up in person? You know, what does that look like for Arcade and for this year? With, with this many people coming, it's always nice to meet your industry uh, friends and other companies. Um, I know there's a lot of speakers that have a great lineup this year. Mm. Uh, I would say most of them are worth a good listen to. Uh, unfortunately, when we have a, a stand like this, it's very hard for, for us to find time to listen to all this, these um, uh, panels that we would like to do. Yeah. Uh, so it's more for us to meet industry friends and people like-minded from operators, providers, etc. to try to further our collaborations. I was going to say that because you guys are actually going to be one of the event sponsors this year. So Correct. how, you know what I mean? I think it is it is usually different when you are, you know, one of the event sponsors rather than actually just turning up and, and walking around. Is it going to be quite different for you guys? Or do you think you envisage yourself spending most of your time physically at the stand, inviting people over and talking about what's coming up next? I would say so. That's normally the case when you have a stand, especially because we have a, a quite a, a, a big stand this year. And we want to make sure that the stand is not left unattended and that mm -hmm. people that come, for, come by, they get that hospitality um, that Arcadem uh, wants to show everybody. And the same in the same way, we can show off the games so they don't just don't come there uh, looking for something to drink and then they exit straight away. We want to try to capture them to, to stay on the stand for as long as possible and really emerge in the games and get a good feeling for them and then hopefully in the future uh, sign up for content cool and if you meet us the force field around the stand so you can't leave because you have to <laughs> yes. <the characters>. <laughs> <laughs> my god Kim managed to get a force field around the stand as yep. well now that's I know impressive she's, uh, she's, a, she's, a, she's a wizard woman of many talents seriously oh my god I think honestly Arcadum 2.0 is such it's really the best way to coin this or to coin this phrase because I feel that there may have been so many people who were interested in Arcadum before 100%. or may have been like, you know what, mm, they seem like kind of good, but, you know, not really sure everything. And I really think that we're going to capture those people, bring them in, as I said. And I really do believe that now people are going to actually be able to see whatever that seed that was planted in their mind yeah. in the past. Agreed. And, and you know, we've we've been doing this podcast on enough now for God's two or three years i think now at this stage isn't it yeah and i think really what gathered people's interest in arcadum was this really cool funky art the the sort of the game mechanics of how it's going to work the amount of effort and love that was poured into each and every single game and i think yeah. for me you know we were sowing those seeds for so long into the general public and i think you're right kim because now it's a you know, Arcadum 2.0 feels like a coming out party. It's like we're oh, actually yeah. on the map now. We've yeah. got funding. We've got tons of people behind us. We're growing the team. We're growing the company. This is who we are. Come and have a look and have a conversation. And let's yeah. see if we can, you know, do partnerships no, totally and all that sort of stuff. As you mentioned with the funding and everything now, and just the stand itself, we actually are going to have merchandise on the stand, but it's designed to some of the games. And it's some of the best merchandise I've seen from a provider. And that's like bragging into an iron horn. <laughs> 
but it's the characters themselves, you know, back of t-shirts, hoodies, yeah. tap house 1987 coasters, you know, for beer Class. and things like that. It's Very just, cool. It's just the ability to people to come to the stand, not only see the games and experiences and talk to us and get to, you know, arcade them, but to take actual quality stuff home with them. Yeah. At a conference is normally difficult because it's just, let's face it, a lot of crap. Normally pens. Yeah, tons yeah. of pens. Yeah. Everyone gets pens, border pens. Yeah. But we wanted to, you know, arcade them jam jerseys are going to be on the stand. Mate, I can't wait for my care package to arrive. Seriously, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I want, I want the whole lot. Where do you live again? Is it, is it like hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm a long way out. Seriously. So without giving too much away, right? Because obviously, you know, we want to sort of garter and gain interest with you guys. So without giving too much away, but what are you going to be showcasing and focusing on when you're talking about bringing people to the stand? So we're launching 13 games in the next two weeks, which is um, something that we've been emphasizing quite a lot. But to show that many games at a stand is, is ludicrous because, you know, you want to focus on certain 100%. things. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have like a collaborative um, reels show of like, the games you know, in general. Very but cool. then on the stand, the focus is going to be kind of mainly free games. Tap House 1987, which is kind of what the stand is like branded after a little bit yep. with the bar and everything and, and the characters on the stand. Cool. But Arcade and Jam and then uh, Escape from Alphatraz, which are you know, two big games as well. And yeah. those free games, we have great games coming out on this, you know, 13 games, but those free games are just so special. Just because the mechanics, the music, the artwork is just unreal. Yeah, totally. So I take it, Christian, you're dressing up as Frostbris. Yeah, well, we'll have to see about that. See if I can fit into the dress this year again. I've got some weight. Seriously, if Philip's dressing up seriously as the barman, 100%, mate, I can see you as Frostbris. You know what I mean? You can cheat, though. You can cheat. You can cheat. He just puts a green wig on and an orange jumpsuit, and he's like, Alpha Trust Frostbris. I want to see. That's a good point. That's actually a good point. I want to see, like, the LV outfit with the orange. Pants and yes, like a oompa loompa. <laughs> that's what that's you a good look for you. Seriously, Christian, that's a real good look for oh, you, mate. Oompa loompa. It's a fake tan, really. you know? I'll I will literally sing the song. I'll be like, <laughs> when he walks in, I just have the music yeah. playing in when he walks into the when he walks into the event arena. Do you know what I mean? You're ready to go. <laughs> I think I'll take the whole PA system over. Yeah, totally. So <laughs> moving on, right? So one of the things that we've that we've talked about, right? There's gonna be, you know global companies in the gaming industry that are going to be there that are going to be attending is there anybody that really with arcadem 2.0 looking to move forward for is there anybody that you're looking to potentially get a you know a partnership with anybody that you want to you know to focus on in order to help arcadem move on to the next level i would say definitely matt um there's there's so many people coming in uh we would like to meet them all and uh and pitch our, our um games and the whole academy universe to them all however that might not be possible so we have a few uh clients or former clients who can leave it in that that we're trying to now re-engage with the new uh direct integration via comtrade instead of using awesome. the former third-party rgs's so there, there's a lot of interesting thing coming and and we're really happy to to meet with these people um without giving away too much as i said it's yeah. uh it's some big players in the industry um that are um have been on our radar for a long time we've done some good business with them in the past and we see that we can continue that business with them with this yeah. capacity with arcadum 2.0 cool and i think that does lead back to, to what kim was saying earlier on this is the the next step for you guys you know you've spent a couple of years sowing the seed of what arcadum could become and it's now coming to fruition yeah. so finally you know some of these big players that potentially you are trying to do business with are going to see where you are now and where you're going to become in the in the short and medium term 
and I'm sure there'll, there'll be plenty of people interested in coming over. Yeah, and I definitely. think I think off the back of that as well, you know, over the last two and a bit years of Arcadum, we've learned how to do things not on a budget in terms of like really small budget. Yeah, we've learned all the pitfalls. So now we're coming back with Arcadum 2.0. It's just going to be Arcadum 3.0, 4.0, yeah. like DLC kind of kind of thing, you know? Yeah, like every yeah. single year. And it doesn't match the years, you know, because Arcane 2.0, 2022, Arcade and 3.0, 2023, you know. <laughs> it's a bit of marketing genius there, just saying. I'm not sure about that. Seriously, I'm not too sure about <laughs> oh, that. No, no, no. Maybe Lee totally needs to do the marketing. I'll carry on doing the marketing, really, right, okay, honestly. So you just stick to the games, bro. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See I, see, I get bullied, everyone. It's not fair. Seriously, we're not bullying you, honestly. We just <laughs> tell you the truth. We just spit the truth. That's all it is. So... so Part of the part of the conference is a startup village, you know, and obviously one of the things that you've just talked about there, Philip, is is learning and understanding the pitfalls. Mm -hmm. You know, is is are you, do you think you'll have the opportunity to sort of go into that startup village and sort of maybe hand out some advice to sort of say, this is what we've done, this is where we went wrong, this is maybe what you should start doing? Do you think you'll get chance to sort of to be able to sort of give that some advice? Because some of the stuff that you guys have been through is insane. Yeah. So my advice will probably be different from Christian and Kim's, um, just because they're older and wiser than me, I'd like to say. Oh, um, that's a quiet. shocking thing to say. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, that's um, a problem. Philip. I am significantly younger than him. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philip's exactly. about you know he's, he's got city miles on it. That's what it is. It's just city miles. Seriously. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but all, all jokes aside, the thing I'd say to anyone is, when you start a company, especially Arcadium's had a lot of tough times going on. Stick to your guns and stick to your instincts and yeah. don't quit. Keep going. That's the keep be your own driving force. That's yeah. what I say to anyone. Because there's times um during the last 12 months it's been tough. But mm. now we've got the investment, you know, now we're going bigger and better places. You know, it was worth it. But I just say to people, keep going, be determined and trust yourself and believe in yourself, your team and your product. Yeah. Because I think that's, and again, one of the things that we've always talked about in all of these podcasts is to understand who you are as a company. You know, one of the things that we talked about, one of the very first ones we ever talked about is putting out a really good product that looks beautiful, that works really well, that people actually want to play, plain and simple. And, you know, I think sticking to that over the last number of years is is also a good thing. I think you see so many companies, irrespective of the industry as well, that chop and change constantly. You know, they just change with the wind. Nobody seems to want to stick at anything or stick to a strategy. They feel like they need to be agile permanently. Yeah. But that doesn't actually work, I don't think, in, in, in reality with most so businesses. It definitely doesn't. No. It just, it just makes you, it, it gives off the impression you actually really don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And you can call it pivoting and being agile. <laughs> yeah, agile but, and pivot. Those are the two buzzwords. I'm so agile. I've changed yeah, my business plan 20 not, times this year. Like for real. That's, Dude, is, what is are that you like playing at, man? Just go make some bloody money and be done with it. The right, buzzwords. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It is. Yeah. We're so hip. Oh, look at us. You are hip, mate. Trust me. Just you alone. You're hip. All right. So again, just talking about the event as well i mean one of the main things is is you know the the dinners and let's not talk about the golf and, and the five aside because i can't imagine you two can play golf to save your life but are you looking forward to sort of going out there dusting off the talks and getting out there and physically meeting people face to face again definitely that's the, the main uh, drive to go to these shows to meet up with people um have some networking maybe have a piece of piece piece uh, piece of food together and just have a catch up and be yeah. it's not these conferences are not always just business it's a lot of building rapport keeping yeah. the rapport up and the trust between friends and that would make that then generates business it's it's it you need to be um 
be very friendly with the people around you. It's, it's uh, yes. Yeah, so yeah, we're definitely looking forward to it. I mean, from my perspective, we are actually, well, I am hosting a couple of dinners with a few of the larger aggregators that we're interested in. Awesome. Simply because I do have good relationships with them. Um, and going off what Christian said, I don't discuss business during dinners. I really just invite them because I like them. I yeah. like doing business with them. I already work with them um, in different capacities. And I just would like to, you know, obviously have a strategic alliance and, and get a deeper partnership with people. But of course, making working with people that you like makes everything so much easier. Um, so, so inviting true. them to, yeah, so inviting them to dinners, especially when you go to like Sigma, where it's just it's a lot of stress. You have to be on all day long. Oh yeah, um, really on your game. Happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> you know, and I feel like I feel like at the end of the day, all you want is like. Some good food and a drink and yep. good company yep. and then it's like awesome no i think that's key as well oh my voice is going apologies one second sorry i just recovered from covid that's why my voice was dying there um but i agree with Chris, christian and kim you know meeting people and enjoying the time with those people with you know drink food and conversation is how you build friendships not just business um, I think mixing ADHD and golf is the worst combination ever. I totally I agree. Bored of it to you know unbelief. I'm just like, guys, I'd have done 18 holes by the time you did one. Like, Seriously, on, you just go. drive the cart, buddy, and just collect the balls when they're lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd be yeah, awesome. You'd be like the a, best. Like you'd be the best golf, golf cart like, driver ever. Seriously. I think we'll have some accidents out there. Yeah, yeah. Just me doing donuts behind everyone as they like. I remember you know, when Philip tried yeah. to ride a, a kick scooter, got yeah. a concussion the straight, yeah, straight away. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. wasn't a good move. It wasn't so, a good no, move. No, uh, no cars, no golf cars. No. In my defense, this scooter was modified <laughs> to go faster than it should have, double the speed, so I didn't know. And that's why I went straight in headfirst into the tree. So literally, like... Just keep and, telling and yourself by the way, that, Philip. In Malta, there's no trees, yet I go in the only tree in Salima headfirst. Of course you did, because that's because, just well, you, buddy. Seriously, exactly. that's you. Uh, no, you're right. I think all of you are right, because ultimately, people by people, right? Yeah, and I think exactly. in business, you don't buy... The product you're not buying the company you're not buying the brand you're buying the person who's in front of you relationship building in any business irrespective of what you do is the same globally in in in, in whatever language that you speak in whatever country you're in people by people and i think for me exactly what you said came up having good food having a couple of drinks having a glass of wine sitting down and just shooting the breeze with somebody that you haven't been able to for the last three years and rekindle that business relationship because from then somebody goes home after the event and goes you know what i need to go and have a chat to kim because there's right. an opportunity with arcadum the potentially that we can talk about because you've just refreshed their memory of who you are what you're about and how you do it so for me i think that's just as important as actually having the event itself is the stuff that goes on beside yes. it as well Totally. And, and especially in an industry like this, that is so really, it's huge, but it's very close knit. Yeah. And obviously people go from one company to another, to another, to another. So relationships are key because of the fact that you can move with the account managers or whomever to different um, yeah. providers. Yeah, for real. So come on, tell me, I, you know, is Arcade and for any awards this year? Um, <laughs> go on, Kim, over yeah. to you. We're okay. all just going to sit back. We're just going to okay. sit back and just yeah, you I'm go just for this one. The this is all you. This is all you. Now, obviously, Arcadum 2.0 is the best thing since sliced bread. However, however, um, there's timing for everything. Yeah. And um, yeah, okay, we could have for sure put ourselves up for an award. And, and, you know, we maybe even won. 
But the fact of the matter is, is that um, I don't think anyone knows enough about Arcadum. And I wanted to give us the opportunity to really get out there and to really show people who we are and showcase who we are so that next year when or in the next event that we can, you know, put ourselves up for an award or whatever, it's just much more organic. And I think that people won't be scratching their heads being like, oh, who are these guys? But Great. rather like, you know what? They are really awesome. They are really, you know, movers and shakers in the industry. Um, and I think that then it will be really well deserved. And I think that it will be a general consensus. You don't want people saying like, oh, who are these people? Like, why are they yeah. winning an award? Well, exactly yeah. what we said before, though. This has to be Arcadum's coming out party. Absolutely. This is, we're back in. You haven't heard from us for a while. We've got a whole bunch of really cool stuff coming out. This is what we're about. I think if you put yourself in for an award, you may have people within the industry going, hang on a second. We haven't seen these boys in, in a while. I so. mean, as well, when you look at some awards that some people win in the industry, and I don't care if people think it's sitting or not, um, you can tell it's been pushed in a way, you know, potentially. Bought, well, yeah, bought, bought, exactly is what I mean. <laughs> that, was a, because, that was a bold move. It is. Nine times out of ten, yeah. a lot of the awards. <laughs> no, it really is. It, it really is. 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 It, it's like, you know, do you want to win that award? Cool, that'll yeah. cost you 15 grand. Oh, lovely. Exactly. I'd, yeah. I'd rather stand on the stage briefly for whatever amount of time it is, knowing that Arcadium's won the award in a justified way. Because you meant to win it. Because we're yeah. meant to win it. Not because we give someone a backhander or because we're friends with this person or these people specifically like our product. Don't get me wrong, I want people like our product every day week. But, you know, I'm not saying the Sigma Awards at all is like that, but it's more you awards that you win from, like, affiliate sites and things like that. Certain ones, not all of them. Mm. And it's I'd be embarrassed to win an award like that because yeah. of all the hard work we put in and the determination and the grind that we've done. Yeah. I want to win an award that's justified. Okay. All right. Love that. Makes a lot of sense. So a little curveball at the three of you. And uh, feel free to give this your very honest and open opinion, which undoubtedly you will. Um, how do you feel about casinos and the metaverse? And is it something potentially that you guys want to travel down? Well, I mean, ultimately, everything is something we would like to travel down. Whether or not we can is a different story, right? For real, yeah. So, metaverse yeah, casinos are otherwise are very interesting now and a hot topic everywhere. You have uh, these play for fun casinos like Decentralized, like Decentraland with over mm -hmm. 8,000 unique users a, a day. Uh, so I could definitely see this sphere growing. Uh, if it's up for Arcadum at the moment or something like, like Kim said, I don't think it's the right time um, as well. Uh, we need to see what's happening with the metaverse. It's such a big thing at the moment. So to really grasp the whole project, uh, and how the casinos will work in there with real money game gaming. Um, so it's a lot to, to figure out still, uh, but I hopefully in the future, we'll be on that bandwagon as well. Yep. Yeah, it's... I think there's some very cool stuff in the space. Very, yes. very cool stuff in very cool being stuff. done in the space. I think they are pushing the envelope a fair amount. Mm -hmm. Is it there quite rightly yet? I personally don't think it is. No, it definitely isn't. I think it looks like 1995 yeah. computer games. It's... You know what right. I mean? And yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. That's even more reason to, you know, sort of take your time to do it right. Yeah. We have some beautiful content. Mm. Okay. So it's not even a question that we could hypothetically just do it. But um, one really wants to get it right. And, at, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, if the market really isn't there yet, we don't have any rush. Well, no. the video gaming industry is a good kind of test sample because if it's not taken off in an industry like that, where you right. think the player wants to be really engaged in the product and it's kind of not going to take place in arts because 
gambling is different to a lot of things. It's a personal experience most of the time. And people who play together, like, you know, streaming or whatever, they have, like, a community talk to chat to each other, maybe Discord or whatever. Mm. But for play, most nine times out of ten players want to have that personal experience and just gamble or play themselves, sports yep. betting or whatever, you know, a few minutes, whatever. To load up a setup with them, and it's expensive, let's face it, you know, it, some setups cost 1,200 quid. You know, it's, it's not cheap either. If it gets to the point where it's kind of like you're in the Matrix kind of level, then that will take off. That everyone will do that for video games or whatever, but you don't die obviously because you know you die Matrix. But if, <laughs> if it gets to that level, then it'll That's smash good, it. It's a good but idea. until then, it's not it's not good enough. It's like it's just a generic experience, in my opinion. It looks like as you said before, Matt, The Sims. It is, yeah, and, um, and I think the you know the technology, quite frankly, isn't there. Um, and I think, you know, you, you do have and you will always have with tech like this early adopters. Right. And, you know, there's there's easily, a, you know, a news article every other day about Snoop Dogg and his mansion and, and this that and the other. Wonderful. It still looks bloody awful. And quite yeah. frankly, you know, you're not going to draw the masses from, say, enjoying Arcadum you know, and enjoying your content to all of a sudden, let's enjoy that same content with a much lesser quality right. in the metaverse. Because what's the point? You know, for, for you want to move into the into the virtual world, you've got to have a step up. And quite frankly, yeah. the technology and everything else behind it right now just isn't there for that step up to be seen. So you're not going to have people that just adopt it naturally. Um, so I do think that's going to come, you know, I think it's going to come down the line, but I think it's going to take some serious time. That leads kind of nicely, though, into the, the, the last sort of question or so that I have for you guys and just to sort of pitch out and see what your opinion is around Web3 NFTs, because that's definitely one of the topics in the in the conference in Sigma this year. Do you guys see yourselves part of the, the sort of Web3 experience that's coming now? Um, and obviously NFTs, is that something on the horizon? Um, Go on, one of you. Yeah, I can't feel it. We're trying in first. Yeah, it's always Philip. Always Philip. It always plays the guy with the NFT. It goes into product, mate. It's, you know, you had a lot of products, NFTs, you know, it's art, you know, it's artsy fartsy. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so if let's talk about our game, we have a lot of characters, right? We have a lot of biographies, each story, the characters evolve, the change for every game that they're in the sequel, blah, blah, blah. NFTs is a no brainer for us. But in my opinion, we have to evaluate the market properly and enter at the perfect time for Arcadum with an actual structure in place. Mm -hmm. Just jumping in willy-nilly could actually devalue our products in terms of we could actually sell for more or we could actually make it better for people who are buying NFTs. So I totally want to do it, but we have to do it in an educated way. And it has to be part of, you know, our overarching strategy. There has to be a clear roadmap, a plan, you know, strategy execution behind it. And also, you know, at the same point in time, we want to make sure because we are also, you know, relaunching Arcadum, we, we don't want to lose sight of the fact that, you know, our main focus round one, if you will, is to relaunch and to get Arcadum's name out there and to, you know, have everyone know who we are. And then at that point, then you can start thinking about all these other things. But NFTs for sure will do. Um, it makes total sense. It's just a question of the timing. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you you look at what, from a, a content creative perspective, which you guys are, plain and simple, you know, it makes an awful lot of sense for you guys to have an NFT element as part of what you do. But you're right, Kim, if it's not part of an overarching strategy that involves adding value to yeah. your players, 
it's it's completely irrelevant. It's just you know what I mean. And I think the connection between NFTs and games right now is not there. I don't think it makes a lot of sense for people. Yes, you can provide more content, but why? Why are you actually providing this right. piece of art to somebody? You know, when you can just go on and, and just play the game anyway. You know, what extra value are you offering? So, I think you're right. Focus on focus on getting Arcadum 2.0 out there to the masses. Get people using the games even more so now as the as the next phase kicks off. And then look to see how and in what way, because there'll always be early early adopters as we talked mm-hmm. about with the metaverse. But you need to then see how it fits in with you guys, so people can then own a piece of digital art that's you know a one of one, a one of fifty, a one of twenty five, whatever it is, because then it means something even more to them, and that could be something that you give out to some of these streamers or whatever. You know, there's definitely a strategy play in there, but definitely I don't think quite yet. Yeah, and also I, I think that there are always, as you say, the early adopters who just want to be in it, right? Yes. But I think that sometimes waiting and seeing the mistakes that others make. Oh, yeah. Yeah, enable yeah. you to move forward with more of an educated strategy. Yeah, and understanding. Just going yeah. Yes, exactly. And I think that, so not that I wish anyone, you know, to do poorly. No, but, not at all. Um, no, no, no. This is all the competitors of Arcade. Oh, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we want them to fail. That's How fine. Yeah, they can fail as many times as they like. You know, we get that. Kid. We get that. <laughs> but yeah. So. Cool. All right. Well, listen, as always, a pleasure. Um, you know, thanks a million, especially Kim as well as a little special guest, a little special star and everything Thank for today's pod- podcast. So thanks, Mil, for jumping on. Um, and you. listen, all the best of luck for Sigma. Um, and we'll be catching up with you very soon, guys. All right. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Emil. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been a Rocket Media production for Arcade. Mm.